point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. It was a blast. And he, uh, all right, there, first of all, there is something, there's got to be some evil in you. No? Right? Yeah. I mean, I, I, there must be. Maybe he's a freak in bed. Like, no, just a dark I'm like freak. very, I'm just like happy to be there. Huh. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, in general, I'm happy to right, be in bed. Right, right, right. Like, hiding something. Um, so, Josh, uh, you... Won an Emmy this year for because uh, you're the head writer of John Oliver. Just a regular. It's all. I said you're a head writer. Okay. <laughs> On this show, you're the head writer. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate the promotion. Um, that show is fucking the fuck 2016 show. Oh, thank you. Was I just want to watch? I want to watch that. 2016 blow up like every morning when I get up. It looked yeah. amazing. Like major, major respect to the field crew I, and I, team I for making that blow up. Like they, every people were like, "Was that real or was that CGI?" It looks too incredible, and they like really blew it up. And oh it my god, amazing. it totally looked yeah, real. It was incredible. Yeah. So, Josh, you um, grew up in uh, on Elm Street. I did. Wow. And um, <laughs> very specific. Yes, in uh, Stoneham, Mass. I did. And mother and father. Yep. Any siblings? <laughs> I have one sister. How old is she? She is 28. Oh, my God. If I had to be your younger sister, I'd fucking She's amazing. Myself. My sister is so great. <laughs> right. She's a physical therapist. Uh-huh. She just won an award for physical therapy. Oh, she she being, did? Where yeah. does she live? I need she, a PT. She lives in, well, she does pediatric. Um, so, <laughs> so another fucking perfect child. And she, she, live, she lives in Boston. And well, works. my son needs... Um, PT and he's 15. I think that's in her wheelhouse. But he's 6'5. And he'll always be your little baby. <laughs> um, okay, and so she's perfect. And your parents? They're lovely. Uh, they're the best. I just okay. I just had a couple days with them around Thanksgiving. I was so happy. I hadn't been home all year. So it was very nice to just like sit around. Do they come them. and visit you in New York? Yeah, they've come a couple times this year. Uh, and what do they do? What are their names, by the way? My parents are named David <laughs> and, and Elian. <laughs> yep. And they, um, they're both retired. They're recently retired. What did they do? They, my dad was a glazer, so he did, um, <laughs> he did. That's a no, Jewish name, Ju- glazer. It is a Jewish name, okay. but it's not a Jewish job. I know. It's, um, it's he construction. He did, like, uh, storefronts, like glass storefronts and aluminum. So oh, he, that's cool. Yeah, or he would do, like, if there was a. Like, he's handy? Yeah, he's very handy. Wow, that's un-Jewish. Yeah. Not, not whistling on and the he, <laughs> And he was, he was great at it. He was, like, um, and he, he did it for years and years. And my mom worked in various capacities in education. She, like, trained teachers for a while. She was the head of a small private school for And which is, you know, you um, excelled in, in school. I was, course. yeah, I was a good student. I am. Um, All right. Let me just get into Did you ever have fucking fights with your sister where you beat the shit out of her? She I, beat the shit out of you. One time I threw a pear at her. That was That's like probably. It? I think about it. I mean, we didn't have like knockdown, drag out fights. I remember one time I threw a piece of fruit at her and I was like, oh, I'll regret this for a long time. And oh, I still do. God. <laughs> oh, my God. That That's probably, it. Did you like pelt it at her? Was it at her head? Yeah, I, know. I think it? I hit her in the, in the middle. Okay. Oh, and good. what was it? the fight about? I don't remember. It was nothing. And my sister, I guess my sister used to terrorize me when she was very small. Like, we used to sit um, at the dinner table when, mm-hmm. when she was young. We used to sit kind of kitty corner to each mm-hmm. other, but she would kick me too much, so they had to move us across so the table. So she was like the nudgy little sister. She was for a little while. And, and then we get al- we got along super starting in high school. And it's like that classic thing that everybody right. says. It was like I would drive her to school and we would listen to music. I'd be like, this is cool. And she'd be like, this is cool. Because she'd never seen anything that was really cool. Right. So I'd be uh-huh. like, Weezer's cool. And she's like, it is. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really shaped her. It was great. It, uh, we And we were very close. Okay. I hate you. And then what about your parents? Did you ever like fight with your parents? Or I, I've always had a very easy oh relationship Oh my God. I can't fucking take it. I'm going to find <laughs> somewhere. He'll I die was, like tomorrow. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. I'm very close to death. That's um, my big problem. So It's like Final Destination. Mm-hmm. You went to Brandeis. I did. Oh, oh, a that lot was of people. The, that lot was the Takia Gadola. Takia Gadola. All right. So... 
And you were bar mitzvahed. I was bar mitzvahed. Really? Yeah. Did you like that? Not really. Really? I've never been that. I. You're I, not that Jewy. No. <laughs> Which is also pretty Jewy. To and, be like, but I'm not your that girlfriend Jewy. has a Jewy last name. She has a Jewy last name too. Is she a Jew? She is. Okay, so. Fiance now. Oh God. <laughs> All right. So I hate you. And your parents love her. Yeah. And you love her parents. I do. Oh God, I'm gonna fucking. <laughs> Okay. You just said and Judy I, into another depression. Right. They all get along. They get along like incredibly well. It's my like she and my sister so are friends. You're a, from a functional family marrying someone from a functional family. Yeah, it's like how are incredible. you in fucking show business? Barely. Okay, <laughs> so you go to Brandeis. Uh, first of all, I, we did um, notice that in your high school yearbook. Oh man. Ooh, someone just buzzed, tried to get him. That's so funny. Let's see, where is it? This oh, is it's probably, over here. This is probably the most embarrassing thing about Okay, me. ready? Yeah. I'm going to give Hennessy the thumbs up for this. Okay, ready? Oh, thank you. <clears throat> where is it? It starts over here, because it has to be 80 pages. <clears throat> I was deeply embarrassing until like 14 months okay, ago. Okay, <laughs> let's, uh, here we go. This You graduated in 2003. I did. Uh-huh. When I um, actually <laughs> turned 40 uh, in 2002. So go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, neither of those things was my responsibility. Uh, okay. <laughs> Clubs and extracurriculars. Band. Freshman class officer. Sophomore class officer. Junior class officer. Senior class officer. Drama club. Math team. National Honor Society. Newspaper. Peer counselor. Peer mediator, spam Spanish club, Spanish club. I was in the Spanish club. Yeah, <laughs> I, I developed a kosher spam. Yeah. <laughs> that was Spamish club. Yearbook, ultimate frisbee, superlative nominee for friendliest, superlative nominee for most theatrical, superlative nominee for most involved. Also voted most likely to be famous. You were in Fiddler on the Roof and played Modal. Where's the whistle on that? Uh, and your gaggy senior photo quote was, I'd like to think the best of me is still hiding up my sleeve. Yeah, that's actually the it's most embarrassing thing. It's a John Mayer, Mayer lyric. Yeah, it's deeply embarrassing. And I didn't even like John Mayer that much. I just still, I still stand behind the quote as like a thing I feel constantly. Like every time something good happens, I'm like, well, that's it. Well, that's, that's the a last ju- good thing. That's a... Uh, <laughs> thing because I I'm waiting for something good to happen but whenever something good happens I, <laughs> you're waiting I think, for the other shoe to drop no I go okay what's bad thing is gonna happen yeah. with this like oh interesting this is gonna be this sounds great but there's some right. sort of catch of you know what's this monkey's paw yeah, yeah, curse yeah, yeah. that's uh-huh. happening yeah no for me it's slightly different it's like well that's the last good thing I'll ever do. Right, right, Anytime right. Anytime something good happens. Well, that's not fucking true. Well, anyway, you. so that you go to Brandeis and then you fucking become a kindergarten teacher. I taught, yeah, I taught pre-K, pre-K for four years and, and okay. uh, Arlington, Massachusetts. Your halo just fell on the floor. <laughs> <Can you think? laughs> Patrick, don't step on his halo, please. Uh, let me just ultimate Frisbee it over to you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Were you I good at ultimate Frisbee? Frisbee? No, I was not. But it was fun. I mean, it was just like a thing. So you're like so confident that you don't even give a shit if I, you're good at it. I you do, just want to be fun. You're I fun. do now. I used to like just do stuff. Like I played JV basketball. I tried out the freshman team right. and I didn't make it. And then I tried right. for the JV team and made right. it. And I wasn't good, but I liked it. And I played for a long time. And I would play like, you know, in college, I would just play outside with friends. We would right, get, right. pick up games. But now I'm just like, oh, I, I, I my body has betrayed me. It's not going to... I can't hang even like comics play. I have you know friends that'll play football or basketball, right. and I work through the weekend, and I always pretend that I'm sad to not be able to go play basketball. Right, 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 but right, really, right. I'm like, oh, How thank God, no one one's going to dunk on me. invites me to me. those fucking games? Do you, I can get you on the list? No, I'm I can't. I'm so bad. Well, <laughs> Jesus um, I can have my Christ. son play for me. Okay. Oh my God, then we would win. All right. <laughs> we. They, I mean, I'd be the. I'll be the uh, coach. Really? When do they play? Oh my god! Are you kidding Saturday me? Saturdays. The, if Judy coaches the who, comedy who are they? basketball, oh, team? I don't know. It's like a whole long list, and of it's like just like thirty-year-olds. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not no fifty-year-olds. You might be. I don't think so. Again, I can never go. Coach Judy, I hate you. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
Um, okay, so you teach kindergarten, which you loved. It was great. Yeah, I really liked it. It was. Did I, everyone think you were like creepy because you were a male kindergarten so teacher? People think that that are outside of that world, but right. in the world, people are so grateful because there's no men, right? right? So it was like, I mean, there were times that one or two other guys would work there as assistants, or I had a co-teacher for a little while that was uh-huh. a man, but usually it's like me and 19 women. So right. it's like, the parents are just psyched that like, there's oh, a guy. cool, there's a guy there, and it's like a little, All it's the like moms a different are in perspective. Love with you. It was very, it was lovely. I, Did you get any like, hey, Josh, um, no, when never. you drop off uh, Tiffany, uh, <laughs> come upstairs, I have something to show <laughs> you. Tiffany. It's wet and, <laughs> Let's pink. play mommy I, and pink. I didn't and bring wet. the kids home. Pink and wet and wet and pink. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> it was all very sweet. I, I like still am in touch with a couple of the families. That's uh, so I, when my kids, cool. my kids went to uh, preschool, daycare, and whatever, and um, there were guy teachers too, and they. You know, uh, we just went to. I just went to visit with Henry, who's twenty. Mm-hmm. We just went to visit the other day. Oh, that's so nice. And um, it was. I mean, he's really. He's like you, really. I mean, except he's not like you because many reasons. But he, you know, he's great with kids and everything. So yeah, it's it's, I, um, it's such a. T- I mean, you have to be so patient and focused, I, and it's it's such a skill. I thank you. I had a very. My specialty, like I, I would write the holiday plays for the kids oh and the graduation God. ceremonies. But my, excuse me, my other specialty was um, when we would have like every year there would be at least one little girl who would just throw a fifteen minute tantrum. Oh, every I day. love that! And I would be the one that would just sit with them and be like, "It's okay, the gr- you'll get the green marker that you want." I know it feels bad when you can't right. have what you want because the other. And the the women I taught with generally had slightly less patience for right. that, and slightly more patience for the boys. the little boys that would like hit each other with trucks. And they'd be right. like, "No, he just doesn't use his. He would just forgot to use his words." And That's I'd be like, "So interesting." Yeah. It was very funny. It, uh, it was like, I, and I'm generalizing, but I was definitely there were like a couple little girls. We had one little girl who was just like a total maniac and would run right. into the wall and start crying. And I would just always sit with her and be what like, what is she doing now? I don't know. She must be like, was she one of the kids? Um, she was towards, I'm not in touch with her family. She's, oh. she, she was there towards the end. So she's probably like nine or 10. Right. Now. And she's probably, but there are some, some of the kids, my first class of kids, cause I taught to the 2007, 2008. Yeah. So they're like, those kids are like 12, 13 now. Which wow. Is yeah. And there, a couple of parents came when I, re- I recorded my album, album back in Boston. And I, uh, like four of the parents came. Oh, my God. Which is really sweet. And Look it, at your face. It's so cute. I hadn't seen. <laughs> okay, it's a sorry. G face. It's so cute. So, um, so you're a kindergarten teacher and you're writing all these. Pl- and you you love writing. I do. Okay. Yeah. And you you start doing you did sketch stuff in in college. Yeah, right? I did sketch and I did improv and I started doing stand up. Did you do stand up while you were a kindergarten? Teacher? Yeah, I did. I did. So I started in college and then I did it. I was doing it in Boston, but I wasn't writing much other stuff. Like that's kind of my the thing that I would do. I would have done differently if I could do it again. Was I would just do stand up and I like kind of because I was working. I was teaching. I was tutoring on the side, like SAT stuff. I would. Oh my god, you tutor for SAT? Yeah, but it wasn't like for charity. Hey, will you do my sons? Will you be my son's tutor? I can give you some tips. I don't okay. Have, I don't have like a ton of fuck you. Always tutor just time give him, I, All right, give him. T- will you? Yeah, of course. He'll listen to you. He won't listen to me okay. because I'm. A, I have a vagina. <laughs> you and you're cool. Dude. Shut up. Um, they, um, yeah, so that so I I like wasn't writing scripts, I wasn't writing sketches, I wasn't right. you know working on like a late night packet really. Right. So, so I, so you, but you're you're in it, but not in it. Yeah, and I was in Boston. So. Right. Where did you work in Boston? Because I used to, a lot of New York comics used to go to Boston to get. Stage oh yeah, time. we I, used to go back. And I forth. did all the so. I did a lot of the, all the clubs there. Did, uh, is Nick's, Nick's still there? Yeah, Nick's is still there. It oh kind of moves God. around a little, but I do yeah. Nick's. Um, that condo was so disgusting. Go oh ahead. man, I don't even think they do a condo anymore. Oh yeah, they it's all lo- con- it's mostly yeah. local people now. Um, Nick's and the Comedy Connection. Yes. I got in at towards the end. Yes. Um, the Vault, Dick Darty's Beantown Comedy Vault. Oh yeah, vault. yeah, yeah. What about Kowloon? I used to I used to eat shit so badly there. I love that place. I, oh man, you would your 
you have like an energy that can dominate those people though right. and I'm just like I learned a lot in that because that room was huge yeah. and vacuous and, it's, and, and the people yeah. are like rowdy and yeah. they hate you right <laughs> that was a that was a good learning thing. I think I would like it now right but I haven't done it since like 2009 but the food was good the food was really good yeah. it's the biggest volume Chinese restaurant yes, in, in, the, in world. the world yeah, yeah. My friend who's a restaurant, uh, who's a food writer, just went from New York to go there just because of that. And, and, I was like, and she poked her head in the comedy room and took a picture. Did she like the food? Yeah. Oh, good. Um, okay, because I ate a lot of that food. It's called Calhoun's? Calhoun's. Calhoun's. Oh, Calhoun's. <laughs> Calhoun's. I'm like, just it's a Chinese Irish, restaurant? The biggest yeah. Chinese restaurant yeah. in the world, and it has an Irish name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so then you, uh, when did you move to New York? I came here in 2011. Uh-huh. In the summer. And... Is that when you began? When did you begin writing? Whose idea was this whole Seinfeld parody account? So, the Seinfeld thing was in late 2012. So, uh, when you move here, you're doing stand up. Yeah, I moved here to do stand up and I'd started kind of like submitting little humor things places like New Yorker and right. McSweeney's. Did you get into yeah, a I New would, Yorker? I got it, took me a while, but I eventually did, but not. What'd you get? Shouts and murmurs. I got yeah, like I, <laughs> the web shouts and murmurs. They didn't I love that. I think you need to. I really really so. jealous right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I wrote. Are I, you like the youngest person to get a shouts and murmurs? No, no, no. There's all these people. My friend, um, my friend Jasmine might actually be. She's so funny, Jasmine Hughes. She's so funny and so young. And she wrote. She had just like one thing that was amazing. I forget what the premise was. Right. But it was a couple of years ago, and mine went to the web, and right. hers went like straight to the print magazine. Oh wow! And it was so, yeah, she's great. Uh, and she Most people the, read it on the web, I think. I, think, I mean, I get it delivered because I'm old-fashioned, but <laughs> I think get, a lot of people read it on the... We get it, too, because how else would we have a giant stack of unread New Yorkers? Right, like, exactly. That, I have a whole joke about that in my yeah. ad. Oh, shoot, do you? Yes, yes. I said, if you ever <laughs> want to feel like shit about yourself, subscribe to the New Yorker. Yeah. I mean, I have... I carry them. They're still in the plastic. <laughs> and they're in my fucking backpack. Like you're a comic book collector. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Okay, so. I think, guilt. I do, because I, I think we get it delivered. I would, I never yeah. even think to read it, but Maris, I think, gets it delivered. Yeah. And I, but I read, there's a lot of great stuff, but yeah. I never think to like sit down and be like, what's in the New Yorker this right. week? And yeah. go through the whole thing. Um. Okay, so. <sighs> How do you, so you're doing stand-up, and you writing, and you're getting little bits. Yeah. And whose idea was this, you start doing a Seinfeld so, parody account. Yeah, so As it's, if it was. As if it was, so it's called Modern Seinfeld, and the handle is at Seinfeld today. We haven't updated it in a long time, but it's. Right, it's the funny. Thank you. The idea is, like, what if Seinfeld were still on the air? It's, like, very silly. So the way it came about is I started just I tweeting it. it from my account, and then my friend Jack Moore was like, this is its own thing, and he opened the account and was like, we should do this. So Jack Moore? Yeah, who he is in L.A. now writing for... Nope, not, not Jewish. Jewish. Okay. Um, writing for sitcoms. So close. Okay, okay. But he's, <laughs> he's really talented. He's right. a very good writer and a really funny dude. So we, um, we started writing that, and it just took off immediately. Right. And... And that was what kind of like got me in the mix to start like submitting to write for shows. And you got like nine hundred thousand followers. It's crazy. It was. Yeah. It's like, it's just one of those things. I had no idea that people had that kind of like thirst for it. Right. You know, like I, I will take some credit in that. I think we did a nice job of what we did. Right. But so much of it is just like people love Seinfeld. Right. Right. There's just like. People, and those characters, yeah, yeah. yes, the, uh, the four principal characters, right. and even the the auxiliary characters, right? Like people just like love George's parents, right? Like, I mean, obviously, yeah. Right. Um, and the one about uh, Elaine, um, wait, she went into someone's apartment and got right on the Wi-Fi, and then, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Thank you. As if she'd been in the apartment. Yeah, it's so. <laughs> and we, there are a couple of good Wi-Fi ones. Yeah, and I heard talking, uh, speaking with a British accent because yeah. she's into uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. At, at a job oh, those interview. are like old ones. Yeah. And so it was just really fun. And how many of those a day did you write? We did. It was a bunch at first. It was like five, ten, and then it just slowed down. We would do like one a day or we would do one and then it became one like topical like there would be a couple during the Super Bowl right there, and then it just kind of like slowed down we you got, should have saved was, the beginning one so you could have I done know. one yeah I think Jack's thought it, was, was, was well, that it would as long as people were still like hungry for it yeah. instead of just having like 20 total right. if we had 100 right. people would be more so 
how long would it take you to write one of those? It was pretty quick, and especially at the beginning because there was all this stuff that was just like, well, there was no Uber on Seinfeld. Right. There were no emojis on Seinfeld. Just like all the no little right. text, no, no cell phones. And it's amazing. That's how it came about. Was the idea of like my friend Dan Bulger. Do you know him? He's a really, really funny comic who uh-huh. lives in Boston. He. Uh, he said one time while we were just hanging out, he was like, you know, there would be no Seinfeld if they had cell phones. Like right. all the half the plot lines would disappear. And I was like, no, you get twice as many because all you would lose is like, what movie theater are you at? I'm at this movie theater. Right. But what you would gain is all the tone problems and the right. etiquette problems. And that's like what the show is really about. Right. And, and which is sad because I I noticed with like twenty year olds. Mm-hmm. There's no connection. They don't know how to connect with people. Even though they know exactly where each other is. Yeah, yeah. they know exactly what movie Are, theater everyone's right. at. Right. <laughs> it's so annoying. But they don't look you in the eye. They're like, hey, how are you? And they're looking down. All right. So um, that thing goes wild. Mm-hmm. And you're surprised. Yeah, definitely. I never expect anything I do to be something people like or know about. Right. <laughs> so that was like the first thing. Like I'd had little stand-up credits that right. like... Other comics would be like, oh, you're not just some random, right. like, you've accomplished a couple things. But that was the first thing that, like, when, if I would get announced as that on a show, right. I would feel in the room, pe- there would be a few people, not everyone, but a few people that would be like, ooh, right, that guy. Right, right, Which is, like, so nice. It's it, so, be- isn't it uh, so much better? Because great, then they respect you. It's such a great foot in the yeah, door. Yeah, And, I mean, like, I have. Or your mouth. Yeah. It's such a great. Yeah, I can do that myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need an audience's help to put my foot in my mouth. Uh, but that's now. Did your mother call Josh? <laughs> uh, I just heard from uh, uh, Francine down the street. Apparently, you're on line in the New Yorker. It's he, and uh, the whole the whole uh, the whole synagogue is going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she has. She'll get stuff from people every once in a while. Right. But she also is like my uh, my my mom is like a very good propagandist on my behalf. So right. she'll like send stuff out to cousins and but occasionally like it it different sources. Like right. my great aunt and my, my grandmother when I would do shows in Boston at like the comedy studio in Harvard Square or Nick's uh, right. and I would just show up in the listings. My grandmother right. would clip it even though it was just like a list of names. And it, so my father used to do that too. It's so sweet. And is it's she like, still alive? She's not. She passed away. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. I don't have parents. Go ahead. Mm. Wait. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Just got dark. So it's no, it's just very nice. So my mom, my mom is like a very, uh, very kind cheerleader for my. Uh, was your career. was your grandmother religious? Medium. My <laughs> my dad's father was the most religious, and, then and my, so your dad wasn't religious. No, not at yeah, all. And that's my, what usually happens. And my dad's mother was also not religious right. at all. So so he went with the mother. Yeah. Um, okay, so here you are. Um, you have this success from the now. Who calls you after this part? Like, what showbiz people start contacting you? Like, so Josh, hi, it I'm was with a, Fuckface <laughs> Enterprises, and we want to set up a I, meeting. You know, I was waiting by the phone for Fuckface Enterprises to call, <laughs> and nothing, and nothing, nothing happened. Nothing. Uh, okay, no, but it was so. It was a lot of people that were like, "You should do this as a book," and so we tried to pitch it as a book that was like, "This is would be kind of like a fun spin." All right, I'm gonna be the uh, person you're pitching to. Yeah. Okay. Hi, uh, welcome, Josh. How are you? And this is... Oh, this is Jack. Hi, Jack. How are you? I'm good. I'm great. So, um, yes, we love your uh, your parody account on oh, Twitter. Uh, we think it's terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell us about the book. So, we had an idea for a book called What's the Deal with Everything? Uh-huh. The Modern Seinfeld Guide uh-huh. to it. Life Today. So, it was it's just kind of an idea of like an etiquette guide in the style of like Seinfeld uh, communication breakdowns. Okay, that's great. We're looking for something a little more universal. Seinfeld off the air. Thanks so much for coming in. <laughs> it um, was. It was actually. All, it was. What was it like? They like, shut it down, but it was also the opposite, where they were just like, "No, we just like want the tweets." We we're like, "Well, well, that's what the." Oh, Twitter they wanted is, a book of, of tweets. the tweets, and we we're just like, "But just people can just go on yeah, Twitter." For free. And they wanted it for free? No, no, no. I mean, they can just go on Twitter right, for free. Right, right. Why are they going to have yeah. like like a coffee table book? Mm-hmm. Of... I get it. Yeah, it's like uh, they sell them at... How much would you have gotten for I that? I don't know. Like, they never got to that point because I was like, is that even legal? And they'd be like, oh, we don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember the episode with the coffee table book? Yeah. Kramer wanted to make a coffee table book that was a coffee table, right? Yeah. <laughs> it could have been a Twitter book that was a, a tweet. A computer? <laughs>
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, uh... How do you get you you get the John? How did you get the working with John Oliver job? Because it, it's I mean everything that we saw said that you got it because of your oh, tweetar account. I, I think that like kind of it's a little simple of a way to put it, but it helped certainly right. because so I was I spent basically all of 2013 just applying to different shows. I did like a little freelance joke stuff for Billy on the Street, which was really fun. Oh. It was great. Uh, Did you ever see when I used to do the HBO no. on the street stuff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to. I used to have a show called At the Multiplex with Judy Gold, and I would interview people as they came out of the movie oh, theater. That's and awesome. It was on for 10 years, and then we're cutting the budget for um all the interstitials, so bye-bye. Oh, weird. Uh, all right, so we'll he's yeah, so he's doing Billy on the Street, and you're what? What did you write for him? So I wrote like I just did like a big packet of like p- things for him to yell at people, essentially, and right. like game ideas, and so that was really fun. And then I, but I applied for like, you know, because when you're applying for late night stuff, you have to write things specific for the show you're applying for. It's not right. like you just send the, give them a script or a general packet. Right, right. So I, I just wrote those all year while I was tutoring and on the road. And then and doing and other freelance writing. I was going to say facts. That's how fucking old I am. And you would just email them over. Yeah, and and so and they would use. Did for, they pay you? Bill, yeah, I got. I did a little. It was so that was like a little real work. Right. And then the other stuff was just like to apply for like an open writer position. Right. So at the end of the year, I the last one I did in 2013 was for last week's night, which hadn't even started yet. Right. So they were looking for staff and. They, I wrote a packet of submission material for them. I got to start a second packet, so it was like the you know the final round of selection. Mm-hmm. And then they they called me and said we're fully staffed with writers, but we like your writing. We have we have like this internet job. We want someone to do digital stuff, um, and we want a comedy writer. We don't just want like someone who's really social media savvy. Right, right. But we know you had this Seinfeld thing, so we th- we imagine that you know enough about social media, right. to make it. So that you can bridge that gap. Right. So I went in for like just a super short meeting, and and then I did that for a year. Well, of course they fucking loved you. It was it was great. I think they they didn't. It my impression was like they weren't screwing around. They weren't going to interview ten people and, right. and mull it over. They were like, oh, we like this guy. Like, let's have him in and see if he's uh, it it, it my understanding of some of those interviews is just like can we sit in a room with this person for an hour you know right, like, right, right. is this person going to drive us all up a wall right right starting day one so what were some of the things that you you know did for that social media like so i i did all the the twitter stuff so like what's a good one that you wrote i love oh, those man. stickers oh thank you I was going to wear my Pumers today. Oh, those are, are great. Are those Stan Smiths? They are Stan Smiths. Good oh, my eye. God. My, and they're wool. I'm a sneaker. Um, are you? Yeah. I'm getting into it like the last year and a half. Oh, these are like I wool knit those. Stan Smiths. They're great. Those are fucking great. I have to get those. Go ahead. Uh, I have a lot. Of, I have so many fucking sneakers. Oh, yeah. I'm. Uh, it's becoming a problem in my apartment. But I, you know why I have so many sneakers? Because, th- I mean, this is so psychological and mental, but. You know, I Does was it like, have to do with the depression. I, was, I mean, the Holocaust. <laughs> it does, right? Am I right? No. Oh. I was when I was ten. I was a size ten, and I'm a, about a twelve, twelve and a half. Mm-hmm. I'm a men's eleven. Okay. okay, and my penis is huge, mm-hmm. and uh, I could never get shoes, and I loved sneakers, and my mother would never let me get cool sneakers, and having. Being like a uh, like a men's eleven is like a great size to buy sneakers yeah. in too. Why so, wouldn't she let you? I, it's a, it's too expensive. Uh, we used to have to go to the store on forty on thirty eighth Street, uh, right by the public library. And um, well, excuse and me, can I in, see the shoes you're wearing now? Though these are um, these are Blundstones. They're men's. Those are awesome shoes. Yeah, I, like I love them Thank and you. I want to steal them. Well, too bad. But I love, I was so into sneakers because I loved sneakers and I feel like, this is mental, but I, I feel like I don't, I can't, first of all, I have like this extra bone in each foot. So I can't really wear women's shoes okay. and I just, I just want to always wear sneakers, even if I'm like really fucking dressed up. But it's like I'm not cool enough. Like some Sarah I, Silverman would be cool enough. I think you could do it. Oh, I think you it's totally so much. Of, yeah, I honestly think I when we 
when we went to the Emmys this year, I wore Jordans because I'd seen cooler right. friends do it the year before, like <laughs> right. uh, on camera people. And I was like, you know what? I can do it. Right. I was like, what's the difference? So I did it. And it was like, it was great. And like, and you wore a tux and Jordans? I wore a tux with Jordans. You got to wear those with the tux. These are great. I'm, I'm really excited. I have. Um, Where'd you get those? These were, I think I just got them from uh, the Adidas website. I love it. And my, I, but I follow like shoe sneaker blogs and stuff. Oh, really? Online. Yeah. There's one called Soul Collector that I follow. And oh, I got to write that down. S-O-L-E Collector. And then Kicks on Fire is the other one that I, there's probably, there might be better ones, but like. These that's kicks just what are I on fire. <laughs> um. I lo- uh, all right, yeah, I love. I have PF flyers. Have you ever oh, heard those of them? Are good. Yeah, yeah, I have several pairs of those, mm-hmm. uh, limited edition. Show them. Uh, I have Pro Keds. Oh yeah, I have Pumas. That's the ones I always wanted. My mother wouldn't let me get. The I have Adidas. You know the uh, classic, the classic yeah, Pumas. Those are great. I know. I I just love them. I love fucking sneakers. All right, we're not allowed to wear a New Balance anymore. No, my, that's not true. Oh, okay. My okay. my right. mom is very distraught about it. Well, it, it's it. They congratulated him, but none of the money. I don't know. I I don't know what to do because that's the one my podiatrist tells me I have to I wear. I know and, they're and so good. They're so comfortable. My mom was off that train earlier because they because New Balance is Boston. Right. And they, I think, contributed to some big fundraiser. Right. He did for over Trump. the summer. Yeah. Right. Like even before they were like, no, it's good for trade. Right. Which I think it like probably you know to to encourage domestic trade. It's like. Sure, that probably is good for New Balance, but right. now like white supremacists are like, yeah, we're all going to wear New Balance. But that's the reason why we should just wear them, and then they have no power. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or uh, they'll think that they got to us. My mom, my mom is really worried that people are going to think that she is like a white supremacist. Well, it's so bad because every balance. Jew on the Upper West Side wears fucking New Balance. Of course they do, because they're like the most supportive shoes. All yeah. I'm seeing now on telephone wires is New Balance shoes they're thrown sh- up around them. They're the shoes that give you the support your parents yeah. never did. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Thank you. Tweet. You have to You have to fucking, you should work for, all right. Anyway. Okay. So now you start working, you're doing the social media yeah. stuff. And do you start like saying, hey, I have an idea for Scantrus. So yeah. occasionally I would pitch. I I hate to be like intrusive and invasive. I try to like stay in my lane. But right. one thing that I got to do was I would just write. So when we would go on hiatus, mm-hmm. we would do like a three minute segment, like just on some nonsense that we would do in in front of the audience on our last show before the hiatus. Mm-hmm. And then we'd play it the next week. And so I was just like, oh, I could, they... I kind of drafted one and then we I worked on it with a couple of the other writers and they were like and I was the next time we did after we did the first one I was like oh I can just try to write this like I know how the scripting software works and it'll it's like nothing it's I can take it off everybody else's plate and they're like sure so then I just started writing those which seemed like that was kind of my province but it was like a way I could expand and like show that I was on the ball. Right. And so I started doing those. And I don't know if that if that made a, a difference down the line, but it was definitely I wanted to be like, I am ambitious without be and but without being obnoxious. Yeah, without being obnoxious. Because I think there's there's like that difference of like, oh I can take this on. Like I I can do this for the good of everyone versus like, check me out, I'm awesome. And I didn't want to be that. But so, I So you can't even hate you. Like the other writers can't even be like that. Fucking Josh came in. <laughs> no, because I didn't try to take my job. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to horn in on anybody else's stuff. Yeah, so then they really just moved me it. over to the to the writing staff, and I still oversee the digital stuff. But I have right. a coordinator that like does the nuts and bolts of it. Um, um, so who was the first person you called when you got the John Oliver job? Oh man, it must have been my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it it must have been. And then I called my grandmother. Oh, and she was very excited. Did she know who he was? I think she did. I uh-huh. think she was a Daily Show watcher. Um, this is my other grandmother, who's also passed away. Right. But she she was really excited. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I was I was like so then my next calls I I forget those might have been the only two calls I made and then I immediately was like. Oh, I have to cancel all my road work. So I spent right. the rest of the day. I was in Buffalo. I like remember it very vividly. I was Ugh. at a cafe in Buffalo, and I was featuring. And I mean, I love Buffalo, but it, a, it sucks when you're on the road and you have to do that. Yeah, it was a bummer. I, I it was a bummer to you know. It was I had a bunch of stuff I was excited right. about, but I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And almost everybody was incredibly understanding and supportive. There's always the one that's like, 
well, you know, if you want to, you're going to find a replacement. And it's like, what, what is your fuck? What, like, right. literally, what the fuck is the matter with you? Do you know you? how easy it is to find a comic I know. to do a stand-up show? Especially, right. it was like a lot of feature weeks and like a couple scattered headline right. things. So it was like, do you know how easy it is? You could throw a rock and hit a feature right, anywhere right. in America. Um. Okay, so. And yet getting them on a podcast is really tough. <laughs> <laughs> what? V. P. Um, okay, so now you're writing for John Oliver. Yeah. And your goal was always to write and then go out and headline when you, you know. Yeah, that's my big, that's, I and like that. And you're fucking 31. I am. So you, so you, <laughs> when, when do you meet uh, Maris? So we met right this after. This is the girlfriend, by the way. Yeah. So we. <laughs> Yeah. So we met about a month, a month after I got hired. So we, we met like a month into my job and she had just started a new job too. Okay. So where did you meet? So we met at a party that she was throwing that a mutual friend brought me to. And, and did the mutual friend know that you guys were going to I don't know if she, I think she knew because we knew of each other through Twitter and stuff right. and we had communicated a little bit and... Uh, but my friend was like, oh, you guys don't know each other? That's crazy. You guys mm-hmm. should absolutely know each other. And so I don't know if it was like a specific setup, but it was um, it was definitely with the intent of like, oh, of course you two should know each other. Right. So I went um, to this party and we got along immediately. And Were you attracted to her? Yeah. She's she's the cutest. She's I like know. So pretty. She's so cute. Um, and, Ugh, whatever. and she's so smart. She's just like great. At, and crushes it at karaoke. The best at karaoke of any I've ever, ever met. All genres. Okay, hey, uh, sorry. Hey, sorry. Right I got, can you clean that up? Go so, ahead. Sure, I got all over it. As, um, so we, we started dating like immediately. Like, so mm-hmm. we, we hit it off at the bar. And did, did you kiss her that night? I did. But Tongue? then. There was a little tongue. Okay. And then we were, we went, like everyone was kind of filtering out of the bar and it was just the two of us, like the other, everybody right. kind of siphoned off. But like we, we had been drinking and she had been drinking starting before I had. Right. So it turned from like, oh, I'm going to, um, am I going home with this one? Like, right. is that what's, what people are, what's happening here? Right. And then it was like, oh no, I'm bringing her home. Home, right. So we got in a cab and I took her home and helped her find her apartment and kind of scooched her in and then took it. So she lived in Brooklyn Heights at the time. And where'd you live? In Harlem. Uh-huh. And well played, sir. It was, but I had to, then I had to go home. All the way. That's, fucking, why that's so horrible. It's still well it was played. brutal. Did you take a car? I took another cab. It was How like, much was that? It was like 50 something. Oh my Word. God. It was rough. Shit. Word. It was rough. And it was like, I just started working to, I just got right. from freelance to having a job. I don't even know if I'd been paid yet. It right. was just like, oh, this hurts. Huh. Right. Um, and then, so I, texted her the next day and had, I said like hey hope you're feeling good um let's hang out before it's weird that we haven't hung out and oh. that was what I said and, I, and that's what I meant because right. you know how sometimes you even just on a friendly way you right. meet someone you go hey let's have lunch and then you don't for like right. six weeks and you're like well guess that slipped away right 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 <laughs> so then what was the second date we had a like stone cold sober brunch because I was I still had a couple road things left, so we went. I drove down to Brooklyn Heights, had brunch with her, and then drove up to Massachusetts for some gigs. Did then, you make out that day? No, it was like eleven in the morning, uh-huh, and right. we were both just like waking up still. Okay, so then you go to Boston. Mm-hmm. And then when do you come back for Boston? It was a few days. I think I came back. And the then what? And then? And then our second date was, um, oh, she was moving. She was about to move. And to so, where? To Greenpoint. Okay. And then I, so I came over and helped her pack up her Oh, books. God. I can't. Can <sighs> so, I need. <laughs> so just, I'm getting dehydrated. So we just packed. <laughs> We just packed her oh, books up. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's, that got oh, on God, me. Oh, God. I all can't. Right. It's all oh, over my, my lap God, now. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh, I'm going to puke. All right. Go ahead. So that, and then. And Did then you it, make out that day? No, I think a I little tasted bit. it. Yeah. You and, made out a little? Yeah. And okay. then I don't remember, like, when, I the, sincerely, I don't remember, like, the first time one of us stayed over at the other person's apartment or whatever, but it was, like, everything just, like, 
was really good perfect. and natural. Perfect. It's, it was perfect. So, I mean, I've been in a lot of relationships where it was like, oh, I really like this person. We really like each other. But it like wasn't a great fit as a right. relationship. Right. And this was not. It was just like. Easy. Oh, it makes sense. Like right. we're doing like all this makes sense to both of us. Right. Right. Um, and now you're. When did you, how did you propose? It's um, it's a terrible story. I propose the short sweet part is that we went away for the night at our two year anniversary. We just went to Philly for the night to like stay in a nice hotel and go out for a nice dinner. And I had my grandmother's ring and proposed just at the hotel. Because nice. I didn't want to do a public thing. I feel like that's the most I know. Obnoxious. I hate that shit. It's the worst. So wait. So set it up like you were at this. What hotel? So it's. Oh, man. I don't remember. Okay, great. It, it was at, it was nice. It was like outside yeah. this little square with a fountain outside. And okay, great. We were just, we, we got back from dinner and we were just kind of like playing music off one of our phones and dancing. Right. And then I changed the music and was like, wait, well, you should. Wait, then, wait, wait, wait. You were in the room. In the room, just dancing. Oh, no, it wasn't stoned. like slow dancing. And you weren't like, stoned? No, we were, we'd had a couple drinks. Okay. But well, like, what'd you have? I think probably old fashioned. I probably just what is had an old fashioned? It is whiskey or rye muddled with an orange and a cherry. Mm-hmm. Ew, some... gross! And uh, ice over ice. Gross. Sometimes Go people put a shot of seltzer, but okay, gross. I didn't even know that. But it's they're uh, so good. Ugh. Do you like uh, Do you like Manhattan's? I don't. I don't like juice. Oh, so God. I don't no sweet vermouth nothing like that I, I can't stand juice I okay. <laughs> I mean I, I like orange juice, juice either. Hey. but like I'll just have like I'll have tequila but sure. I'll have it chilled that's like the yeah. anti-juice yeah right I, I like, don't know I, was, I like margaritas go ahead margarita's good I like oh, a martini yeah, I, like a, I love martini I like a savory dry, drink dry 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 no dry. olive oh, juice yeah. Oh, I'll do it with olive juice. No. I had a crazy one. This is, you're going to blow the whistle. They called it a kosher teeny. And Where the it, fuck is it? And Where's in, my whistle? Instead of too Jewy, swallowed it. <laughs> That's funny. The, uh, What's a kosher teeny? It was instead of olive juice, it's pickle juice with one pickle ah, slice on the rim. That's funny because the Jews ate the pickles. <laughs> Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So, um, all right, so now your whole life is perfect. So you're yeah, you're I, engaged. I'm just trying to sit very still and try not to screw anything up right, before I die. Right, you're not going <laughs> to. Uh, you're only 31. Um, and you guys live together, right? We do, Where yeah. do you live? We live in Williamsburg. But we're going to move. Uh, Where are you going to move to? She wants, she really likes Brooklyn Heights, um, is open to like anything in that area, downtown Brooklyn and Bourne right. Hill. And you know you're going to be like the best father in the world. I don't know if we're going to have Why? kids. We. I found it! Uh-huh. Ding, 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 ding. That yeah. is not a fault or I know, a negative. I'm kidding. We have a dog. Yeah, what do? kind of dog? Pug. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. I saw the she's pug. She's so cute. That's a kid. Okay. I love Wait, her. it's not a kid. It's not a kid. Okay. Don't ever say an animal's a kid. Wow. You're the only lesbian I've ever heard say that. <laughs> because they're n- it's not. I'm telling I you, I've had pets and I've had you. children. Yeah, I was just saying the thing that pet lovers like. I know. I, I can't with I, that. I actually like, I don't mind when other people say it because I don't have kids, but I don't say it about myself because it's like, no, it's. It's not a kid. That's why it's right. awesome. Like yeah. I can, right, right. I like got up. I took my dog for a walk. I gave her a cookie, and, and then I was like, "Bye." I gotta go up for the day. Someone's gonna come and walk you in the middle. And <laughs> right, that's the happiest dog in the world. Yeah, she's so sweet. Okay, so you m- might not want to have might kids. not want to have kids. Um, do your parents know that? Yeah, my, and I think they would. My dad especially would like grandkids. My dad loves babies. Right. What? Um, he does. That's where you get your little baby I, love. I mean, my mom baby too. Baby love, my baby love. Oh, it's it's CBS. I can't sing any fucking song. My Go ahead, mom play Dutch shit. Go. <laughs> my mom loved. My, I mean, my mom worked in education for years and right. loves kids. But my dad is the one that like, if you're at like a big family party or barbecue with friends, he'll be he'll he's the one that's like, yo, give me that baby. Let me hold that baby. Oh. Totally. <laughs> that's come to too. It's um, so I and I I'm the same way. Okay, yeah. so you. Uh, ran this tough mutter race. What oh, the yeah. hell? And you won a Cheerios box so with your face on it. It was I. I did this gig. I was doing all these weird writing gigs. Right. My like first three years in New York, essentially. Right. And the f- 
one of the, the maybe the biggest one was this I got called by Wheaties the cereal right and they this is what they said they were like Look, you know, the Wheaties brand traditionally has found, like, the greatest athletes and the highest achieving physical specimens and use them to sell our product, right, to market that. Right. And um, we decided to go in a different direction. (laughs) (laughs) So they said they wanted – I did this gig where I blogged about training for this race. Right. And and then ran this crazy obstacle course and – were you in really good shape? I was the best shape I've ever been in. I wasn't in great shape. I only had five weeks, so I didn't even join a gym. I just did, like, push-ups and sit-ups and ran every day. I ran right. probably six days a week, and I hate running. Right. But I knew I, How like, far would you run? I would go... Uh, I started at, like, a couple miles, and then my last run was, like, seven miles. Right. And... And I, you hated it. I didn't like it. I, On the, concrete? Yeah. Yeah. I did... I ran... When I lived in Harlem, I would run up and down, like Riverside Park. So oh, I know, I love that. It's kind of nice. Yes, yeah, it, it was is. really lovely. So and and that was cool. I and there were like days that I did really well at it, and was like, oh, I'm going pretty quickly. And, right. And and if you run, you know, there's like that bridge at like 135th, yeah. 125th, mm-hmm. and um and then you just it's park and there's no streets right. you have to cross. Right. So that's really you can kind of get in a nice rhythm and you can mark your. I didn't have Fitbit or anything, but you can mark your progress by like, oh, I just went 10 blocks. I just went 20 blocks. Well, I, you know, I I ran the marathon. I was a runner and everything. And so we didn't have any of that. And we used to keep journal. You you have a running journal. And it's so interesting that you say like some days would be great. And, And that's exactly what it's like. You have to do it. It's like meditation. Like, you have to do it every day. Some days it's going to suck. Yeah. Some days you're going to feel great. Yeah. yeah. And I would do, and but I would hate it so much that I would put it off. Like, it would be, there would be days where I had n- no appointments and, and no spots. And you wait until the, see, it's so good to get it done in the beginning. Yeah, and then you're it's fucking true. done. Because I would go, I think the latest I did was like, I left at like 11 mm. one night. And no I, way. Yeah. Because you have to do it every day. Because I had to do it. Yeah. But I was, and I was like, I can't not do it. Right. And, and like, as punishment for making myself wait, I'll do it as late as I start. You know what right. I mean? Like, whatever. So I would go for like a 40 minute run at like right. 11 p.m. or 1030. Because I would just put it off all day. And you know your legs have memory. Your muscles yeah. have memory. So, yeah. And then, did you know that if you run two... Two times within a 24-hour period, that's equal to one run. Really? Yes. Why is one run equal to one run? You can do. Like, say you have 15 miles to like, when you're training So if you split it up? So if you, you could do seven and eight. Oh, got it. And that will, you know. It still counts. Yeah, I thought you meant it the other way. I thought you were like, if you're on two miles today and two miles in 24 hours, it's still only two miles. Right. No, 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 no. Okay, so, and then... You win this thing? You no, do- I just, I I came in very close to the, I mean, because they kept stopping us to do, like, interviews, and oh, so right, it was me right, and right. another dude, and so they would stop us to interview, and we, so we did it really slowly, but I felt pretty good getting through it in general, right. and there were a couple of the obstacles that I skipped because I was like, well, this is physically dangerous, I can't right. do it, like, which one? Wait. there was, <laughs> okay, there were two I think but one was it was like a 10 foot sheer wall uh-huh. with just like a couple oh I hand- loved that one I, I'm so bad at have you done one? Oh yeah with oh, Henda yeah. oh yeah it was oh, I God. I enjoyed the whole thing the experience very much but I, yeah. I have just my upper body is just dog shit and so oh, I could barely get up and so I didn't have that much of a problem even though I wasn't going fast it wasn't like a terrible stamina thing on my legs to like get through the whole 11 miles but it was like how long did it take you oh i don't remember it was a few hours though because and it was like stopping and starting oh, there's right. so and, many lines yeah, right and the, you have waiting in line as part of, of it yeah. b- 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 before each i used to stutter i used to have a problem but sometimes it still comes you have many problems many um I can't believe how long those lines are. 10, 15 minutes. You have to stop what you're doing. You have That's to stop horrible. your heart, yeah. stop your muscles, yeah. and wait in line. And you have to wait to like climb a thing. And didn't you your muscles tighten up? Oh yeah. Yeah, you have to like keep it. It's ridiculous. Keep moving. Yeah, and it's and really some of them stupid. so I skipped like the sheer wall and there might have been one more, but I did all the other things. Right. And I felt really good. It was a lot of like Was Maris like, oh my god, you have such this a was hot before, body? This is pre Maris. This is pre Maris. So did you have hot body when you met Maris? No, it had already gone oh, into uh, disrepair. Yeah. Okay, which wow. is good. Wow, you're looking so good. So, did you no. stop? Did you stop immediately when it was over? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, I'll keep it up. I'll probably Didn't run like two days a week. Did you feel good? Yeah. 
I even I, though you hated it, didn't you feel good felt, after? I felt accomplished. Yes. But I didn't like it. Like there are right. other things I can do to feel accomplished. And that's kind of always my right. problem with like a workout regimen. Right. Is I never get to that point of like it physically feeling great. Right. Um so I just don't. I don't know what it is, but I I love the way I love working out. I love fucking sweating and lifting weights and I love that physical I don't shit. I just hate I, I don't mind the other stuff. I like I right. like that. I like and I liked when I I used to go when I was in Boston, I had I was dating someone who was like super fitness oriented. Right. So I joined a gym just to be like, well, I can't just like right. let her leave me in the right. dust in life. So I w- I liked lifting weights, especially because it's like you see the gains over you know, of like Right. And it's also it's good. It's sort of medi- meditative. Yes. There's nothing else yeah. you have to do and you can listen to music. Right, 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 right. It's like you're And not- then you focus on whichever muscle you're yeah. oh, whatever, it's so boring. Gets aggression right. out. Um <laughs> you uh I love that you that you lo- that you are like, what is a fucking pumpkin spice latte when there's no pumpkin in it? Oh, what do you mean? Well, I read something that you were like, why are there all these pumpkin drinks and there's no pumpkin in them? You didn't write that. Oh, for for the um for the show, <laughs> we did a little piece. That wasn't my. Uh, no, that was mine. That wasn't my research about the pumpkin. All right, forget that. Okay, sorry. Um, did you got really frustrated with pumpkin spice lattes one day. I must have. Yeah. That sounds thank like me. Thank you. Whatever. Um, so do you have a really good agent now? I, I like my agents a lot. I, Are they big, huge, big time agents? I don't know. I'm like so unplugged from show business. I still feel Well, like. I don't want them fucking dicking you around. No, they are they do great. They do great for me. All right. Because I really don't want you getting dicked around. Well, I don't know you. why I have like a little mother thing for you. Yeah. No, that's very kind. So do yeah. I. I feel the same way. I want you're to not a mother him. and you don't have, you're his age. Okay. That's true. <laughs> so. I'm a year older. Okay, great. Um, So. You studied English and creative writing. Yeah. So you're like very into words. I am. And I feel like uh, my brain is so like all the time that sometimes I have a hard time getting the word. I mean, I read and mm-hmm. I know words, but I that's, hard time getting the fucking word out. I think that's part of your, if I may analyze you, like you don't get that enough probably everywhere no, else. No, because my girlfriend's a fucking therapist. Right. Okay. I feel like that's part of your OCD because when you are given many choices, you have a really hard time moving forward. And I feel like you I know really... so much. You have so much vocabulary. You love words so much and you wrap your, you know, your whole like, mind around them you have so much to choose from i feel like you and just and it just doesn't come out of my yeah, fucking mouth yeah but i don't want to be psychoanalyzed by you okay yes sir okay thank you um you're also very extremely optimistic okay yeah, that's true um what is that like, like where did you <laughs> now i feel like i'm semi Optimist, like I, I don't ever give up. So you, yeah. there has to be some optimism there. Like you know what? Fuck you! I'm gonna go. To, you know. I but think there's that's also for sure a, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck in the back of my head. Yeah. You're a loser. You're a loser. You're never gonna get it. You're not. You know, like that stuff goes on. I have, I have that as well. Um, but it, that's about. I think like big picture, I'm very optimistic. Right. I'm just like, and and things have like, there have been, I've had setbacks, but like generally, I feel like. Like, what's a setback? Like, I had um, my first late night spot that I booked bumped me and then canceled. And that was, like, pretty devastating. Oh, but, you know, that, Little stuff I like believe that. that that, oh, God, Henry wants to FaceTime. That's my kid. Uh, I believe that stuff happens for a reason. Yeah. It, you know, like, you were probably not going to do well on the, or it wasn't meant to be. It took, it took a while for me to, like fold that in is like well that's something that happened that doesn't mean, mean I stink right uh, but and there, it's not about you I guarantee you it wasn't about you no I don't think it was what was the late night show it was when um, Kamau Bell had a, had a, oh, totally yeah. biased and I was gonna do a, a set on that right and it they bumped me I think there were there were like my material got approved and then uh, can I just tell you know. something I did that show you know a lot of these shows are not organized and it's not about you yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think it was towards the end of the run. But too. then you did Conan. Right? I did Conan. They were trying yeah. to squish a bunch of bunch of people in. 
Yeah, I, I think it was. Or they were like trying to figure out like, what can we do? You know, maybe there there was network stuff involved. Right, like I right. don't, Everybody there was so kind to me. Like all the the people that I met oh, there. God. See, he goes right for the positive. But mm-hmm. it it was I that was like a pretty big step, especially because I've always had this like complex about when people read something I write, they go, "Oh, you should write something for us," and which is very flattering. Instead of, but and, I want to perform. And then too. when people yeah, see yeah, my yeah. stand up, they go, "You should write something for right, us." Right, right, right. <laughs> that's funny. So um, that's. But you did Conan. I did. How it was, was that? Re- it was really fun. It was like. Exactly as good as I could have hoped. Right, right. It was so nice. Um, so this sh- on this show, mm-hmm. we talk about what pisses you off the most. Sure. Um, you seem like someone who doesn't get, like, you don't take temper tantrums, and it takes it takes a lot. There okay. are like, th- it's so petty. My biggest pet peeve. Now I love those. I love and petty I always ones. feel okay. I think you will relate to this. Yeah. But just because. I think a lot of comedy people relate to it, but it's like, I feel like such an asshole that this is like the thing that, that gets under my skin the most. And it's when people ask you for a favor, like they're doing you a favor. Oh, I fucking hate that. It it really gets me. I fucking hate that. I fucking, all right, tell me your. And I love doing favors. That's the thing. I like. 100% 100% I'm the easiest person to right, butter up if, right. if you're like hey it would really mean a lot to me if you could do this thing for right. me I'd be like yes of course right um, but when people kind of go when people like try to big time me regardless right. of how big time they are right right and they go can you do this favor for me uh or can you do would you do this thing I mean it'll be really great for you for these right. reasons and I go don't tell me what's good for me right 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 I, right I know how to live a good life for myself right 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 just tell me that you'd like me to do it and that you know the compensation isn't what I might expect right. but you and really I'll make it, and it. I'll make it up to you yes. and blah, all- blah 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 I hate when people you know it's gonna be a lot of I had that done recently um, by someone who was like and I had to go to California no money whoa I said well you have to fly me first oh there's gonna be all these people in the audience and blah 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 and I knew in my gut I knew yep. in my gut don't do this stop doing shit for no money um, and you know it's a very important thing and it's a very important this and you know it's huge in LA and blah blah and I go do it and, oh and promise me other things like oh you're gonna get a part on this and this and that Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. The, oh, and not God. even a thank you. Wow. Oh, Afterwards, man. that is not fair. I know it's not fair either because performers never have a. And uh, don't do that to another fucking performer. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's very cold. Even on a lower scale, right? Where it's like I get a lot of emails from people who right. are like, "Hey, I'm like a, I'm thinking about starting, uh, writing comedy, or like I'm a new stand-up, right. and I've seen, and I, I would love to chat, and I will." I always answer them, but it's like you don't have time. Yes. I try to answer them, right? And I'll usually say, people go, hey, can I buy you a coffee and pick your brain? And I go, honestly, my schedule's really crazy. Send me, if you have specific questions, I will answer them as soon as I can, maybe even within the same day. But like, if we try to schedule coffee, it could be months. Right. And I was like, it's not a blow off. It's a reverse blow off. Right. Um, But if people go, hey, um, I thought because you do this and I do this kind of thing, maybe we could talk about this and collaborate on something. Right. I was like, no. what are you talking about? Right. Like, if I wanted to collaborate, collaborate with you, I would have fucking called you. Yeah, or I've like, uh, and, or it'll be people I don't know. It's right. Like, I, I, I have a million, like, my friends are like the funniest, smartest right. people that I've ever met. Right. And that's why, I, that's one of those are the things I love about them. Right. Like, those are the people I collaborate with. I know, with. and I, I always feel like those people, like, where do you get the fucking balls Yeah. to say, you know, hey, you know, I'd like to collaborate. Fuck you. And, and if it was even if with just a tiny bit of phrasing, if it was like, hey, I'm working on this project and I would love if you wanted to contribute something. Right, I would right, appreciate right. It. I might not be able to do it, but it <laughs> I like. I just want to call you out right now, Judy. Why? So bad. Because you're always like, let's do something. Like with everybody, you're like, I, w- I want to be in that. Put me in that. Let's do something. Let's do. Let's create. Like, right. I just feel like you are always a collaborator you always want to collaborate no with i everybody. do but i want them to do prove that they're going to do their part of the job yeah of course. and, yeah. and, and you and want it to be what, someone that you know right. and trust so if someone wants to work with me i'm not going to do all a do all the work and b you know you have to 
you know, do what? What are you saying? What do you? Th- um, yeah, no, I guess you're right. I was misunderstanding. So, like, someone comes up to you with an idea, and they pretty much are, want you to carry it and write. Your right. Post. Yes. It's like it's like you have you have the connections. You have the no. Don't take advantage. You do you know oh yeah no no that's different yeah. i'm sorry no that's okay because I, I love the idea like if a friend is like hey let's do this thing together like you we, and then they don't do anything yeah but i i love the idea of like hey let's work on this i have this idea um right. can you do you want to like have a we'll, we'll go out and get a cup of coffee and we'll punch it up right, would you right, do right. I, like yeah of course i love that stuff right but if it's like someone i've never met before just being like Hey, I had this great idea, and maybe we could work on it together. And it's like, b- what why? do you bring oh, to the yeah. table? People what send do Judy like scripts and CDs and yeah, shit it's all awful. the time. Yeah. All right. So, oh, that's a shame. Um, our final question. We always ask everyone this. Okay. Because I know you have to leave. Um, and I know the answer. Do you know the answer? I do too. And it's so I, annoying. The thing is, it would be either. All the way one way, right? Or all, all the, the way, way the other way. way. But so, after this, I do probably agree. With you know, you. we're very. Uh, I've gone through a clinical depression. I suffer from anxiety. You know, we're very pro mental health here, mm-hmm. um, and no stigma. So we always ask people, for the sake of all our listeners, and you know, are you on any antidepressants? And we th- both think the answer is no. I'm not. No. Have you ever been? No. Have you ever tried drugs before in your life? Yes, but no. I tried to do... Um, pot? What's that? Did you try to no, do pot? Uh, no. I, once got, I got a serious contact high once because I was visiting friends at the um, High Times offices. Yeah. And they just they smoked out the whole office. Right. And I left and was like, I'm definitely stoned right now. Right. But I tried to do uh, Molly... With Ew, no, that's bad. I know. It's it's only bad if you do it every day. And I tried it's to do bad, it. Bad, Lauren. <laughs> I tried to do it once with someone I was dating when we went to a concert. But what we bought was not what was drugs. it? I don't know, sand. <laughs> like, <laughs> only uh, you would get. And so mm. I so I I have tried to do drugs, oh. but that was that's my one. And you never when you're around people that are wasted. Are yeah. you like? Oh, I'm so glad I'm not wasted. I I mean I drink. A little bit. I'm not like a crazy drinker, but I'm. I usually, I'm pretty patient with that. Does Maris drink or smoke pot? Yeah, she's she drinks as well, but she's uh, she's not a pot smoker. I don't want to be a pot smoker anymore. Why? This is retarded. Because we'll, that's we'll have, why I feel like all these people are dying in their seventies now. That is they the most pot. ridiculous would, thing I've ever heard in my life. Really? Nobody has ever died from smoking pot. There's not one. Yes, it's bad for your lung guts. And yet, still, no one has died from lung cancer from smoking pot. But it's yeah, no, it's just like I. I think the thing I like about drinking that I, as pot gets more like, I mean legal, and because you can get it at like measured doses. Right. I like knowing like what one drink feels like. Right. And I, I've never gotten to that point. Oh, with okay. Weed. So I, it's not like I like it. It helps my arthritis mm-hmm. and sleep. You know, there's the medicinal. Legal, yeah, and I don't do it during the day. I cannot mm-hmm. function. Well, we think that weed is actually uh, smoking weed is actually the reason why Hemda had not had any symptoms from her myasthenia right. rabbis. because oh, we wow. read that uh, cannabis is a natural neuromuscular transmitter, right. um, you know, reinforcer, and so her immune disease kind of great sentence. I what what is the word I'm looking for? Uh, neuromuscular transmitter makes stronger, <laughs> intensifier. Uh, yeah, it like lightens up your muscles. Right. Cool. Oh, so and so, so people she did, with wasn't muscular disorders, right. you know, benefit wow. a lot from. And you the know what? Your brain's a muscle, so you have a disorder. <laughs> um, Josh, Judy, I love you. I love you too. Um, huge fan. Uh, I, I really want to work with you. I mean, I want to. I mean. <laughs> Listen, I got a gig for you. Uh, <laughs> that's what I mean. No, but I do want to call, do the other thing. Yeah, let me know. No, I get it. Um, and it, you know what? If honestly, if I had a show, I would pick you as top writer. Oh, thank you. Oh, that's very kind. It's that true. Hell yeah. And listen, I got some people I want you to meet. Uh, <laughs> I don't can help you. Uh. Um, and one final thought. Um, mm-hmm. 
Donald Trump is the president-elect. Mm. Yeah. That didn't piss you off. I, I was mostly... Sad. S- sad and scared. Yeah. Like, I mean, not, not as much for myself, but it's just like, oh, man, there are a lot of people that were either at risk or were less at risk that are now in more right. peril. Right. And they'll be in increasing peril. And that, like, uh, that's, like, a really scary and sad thought. And so I'm trying... It's like, I've been... And it's overwhelming to think of, like, how do I be a citizen now? Like, what are my duties just, like, right. every day? D-O-O-D-Y. Yes. Duties. Yes. <laughs> and they're smelly. Um, Duty. But you're a Jew, so yeah. stay tuned. Dun, dun, dun. Um, will you come back? <laughs> yeah, of course. I love you. So I love funny. him. I want to hang out with you. Let's I know you're it. busy. Let's have coffee, and I I'll pick that. your brain. Um... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I I just I thank you, Josh. Thank you. It was um, such a pleasure. You're to the be best, here. and you're perfect. But something is wrong with you, and there's a dead body in your basement. Um, thank you. Thank all you for f- thinking I'm successful enough to have a basement in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> Maybe at your parents' basement. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, as we always say, so long. <laughs> Uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. Hello. So